come on. Second string. Oh, my goodness. Tom Izzo just gave a fist pump like, like a fist pump this world has never seen before. Here's where we're at, people. Here's where we're at. Let me set the scene right now. I know I said at the end of last episode, I'm not going to talk about state until I watch this Illinois game tonight. That's what I said. It's Tuesday, 1.20 in the afternoon, East Coast time, Detroit, Michigan time. MSU plays Illinois tonight at 7. Top five opponent, Illinois, coming to the Breslin Center, coming to the East Lansing. They've got their dreams in front of them. They got the Big Ten in front of them. They got a top seed in March Madness in front of them. We don't – you look at from our standards, we're kind of a castaway Tom Hanks. Wilson, Wilson, we're fighting for our lives out here. March Madness has been a pipe dream of ours for the most of the season. We're, we're Wilson in this piece. Illinois coming in. They don't think the dogs got anything to play for. They what? They're going to come in. They're going to fucking take a nap, eat half a sandwich and roll us over like a bunch of Play-Doh boys. That's what they think is going to happen. I don't know. I don't know what's I don't know what's gotten into me. I don't know what's in the air. I don't know if I'm just kind of cuz state won one single game. I just can't help myself but to get excited and draw myself back in and talk myself into it. And start to think about, oh, you never know. We win a couple of these next couple of games. We make a little run. We have a run in the Big Ten tourney. Next thing you know, we are Michigan State. Izzo, January, February, Izzo, April. We're Michigan State. We don't lose in the script whites. We got all these things. Aaron Henry's done it before. He's been there. Big stage, big player, big plays. I don't know what's gotten into me. But I feel something in the air tonight. Today, I should say. It's not even tonight. I feel good. And you know what the saddest part about this this little precursor to the game and the precursor to the meat of the podcast? So I'm just going to, I don't know, I'll maybe talk for 10 minutes or so, hit the break, and then next time you hear my voice after the break, I will have watched Michigan State play tonight. The Red Wings play tonight too. So I'll have that on in the background and watch the end of that game after State. But it's going to be State heavy because it's either going to be just a wallowing of disappointment and sadness and shame or it's going to be bring out the streamers, hit the boogie wonderland by earth, wind, and fire, alcohol, and let's get after it. Let's party. Let's have a day. The Michigan State Spartans are back sitting atop the throne of college football kingdom. But, but I don't want to get too ahead of myself. The fact that I've even acknowledged any of this, the fact that I'm even sitting on here talking about Michigan State potentially being more than a pipe dream Wilson for March Madness means I've already gotten ahead of myself. Nothing that this team has showed us all year warrants any conversation of that. But here I am. We we terrible first half against Indiana. Great second half looked like an NBA team. Michigan State versus the Los Angeles Lakers in that second half. We might take them. LeBron who? Aaron Henry says LeBron who? He'll do the two little hand signal after he dunks one through his face. That's what we were in the second half. Made me feel good. I know there aren't fans. Winning at Indiana, Assembly Hall, the refs, you know that they're not calling it Michigan State's way. means something. I said it yesterday, too. Any win this team has. I don't care if it's top five team, top 15 team, top 50 team. I don't care who it is. Any win this team has at this juncture, the way this thing's gone so far, any win we have is a big win for this squad. Indiana, primetime, college game day, on the road. Refs don't give a fuck about Michigan State terrible first half could have easily rolled over and quit and died like they have seemingly every single time that's happened this year 
bounced back. Aaron Henry grabbed his team by the nutsack and said, we're not losing again. Get on my back. I'm going to carry us to the promised land. Some, there's something there. So it's got to be at least a little bit to be Cassius Winston. So good. This guy is unbelievable. Let me take a sip of coffee. There's got to be something there, though. Bounce back after that half. Aaron Henry grabbing life by the nuts. Something there. Maybe it's not a deep March Madness run. Maybe it's not making March Madness at all. But there's something there. That means something. That's worth something. I'm going to fucking hold on. I don't care. We're in the dead of winter in Michigan here. It's cold. There's nothing to do. Everything's closed. I'm poor. I'm going to hold on to the. Some brought me some joy. I'm going to hang on to that baby as long as I can. I'm going to cling like there's no, I'm like stage five wedding crashers type clinging. That's what I'm going to do. You guys can do whatever you want, but that I'm sitting here five and a half hours before tip off. I'm fucking Mr. Happy go lucky. Johnny come lately. Best, best time in the world. That's where we're at. I don't know if it's because the sun's shining, the weather's in the 40s for the first time in months in Michigan. It makes me want to drink a trillion beers, but I feel great. I feel great. Michigan State, huge game tonight. Let's see what happens next time you hear me. I'll either be pumped, really sad, but right now I feel great. Feel feel like good things are going to happen tonight. I do. Could be wrong, but I feel like good things. Maybe the sunshine's poisoning me. Maybe because I'm watching the Cassius Winston Final Four team highlights. Maybe that's kind of I'm misconstruing things. I don't know. I feel good. Huge game tonight. See what the dogs are about. Let's see what they're about. Go green, baby. Can't wait for tonight. Baby, how about them Spartan dogs? Spartans, what is your profession? Oh, oh, Spartans, what is your profession? Let's fucking go. Let's go. Let's go hit it. Oh, uh, hey. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, whip it up. Work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never beaten. Hey, hey. Green and white. Hit him with it now. Fighting with the vip. Rah, rah, rah. See, their team is weak. Hey, came in a little bit. That that last victory for MSU was a little bit flaccid, no doubt. No doubt, but I'll take it either way. That felt good. <laughs> Woo, folks. I feel fucking great right now, fellas, ladies, older people, younger people. I don't care who I'm talking to. I feel great right now. How about those Michigan State Spartan dogs? How about that win? That's about as ballsy as a, of a win I've seen in my entire 
time as a Michigan State basketball connoisseur. That's about as ballsy as it fucking gets right there. Back against the wall. Everyone and their grandmothers, me included, RIP, never met either of my grandparents, let's not get dark. Everyone and their grandmothers, including me, counting this team out. They're dead. They're going nowhere. What a disgrace. What a failure. Kiss the tournament goodbye. They got nothing left. Four top top five teams in five games, forget it. They don't have a shot. Illinois is too good. Coburn's too big. AO's too good. Fuck that. They came out today. They saw what we were saying. They saw that locker room bulletin board shit. They said, fuck these guys. Well, this is Michigan State. Aaron Henry looked in the mirror this morning. He said, I'm the baddest dude in East Lansing. I don't care how many pounds Coburn weighs. I don't care how many bows he throws. I don't care how cool AO's hair looks. I don't care about any of that shit. I'm the best player in East Lansing, Michigan right now. Kofi might be the biggest dude in East Lansing. Aaron Henry looked in the mirror today and said, I'm the best basketball player in East Lansing, Michigan. I play for Michigan State. I don't give a fuck what happened the last 20. I don't care what happens the next 10. But tonight, we're not losing. I'm too good. This team, this program's too proud. There's too much history. This is Michigan State. What we do here is win big games. When our backs are up against the wall, when everyone, sometimes even within our own ranks, is coming at our throats, saying we don't have what it takes, saying we're pathetic, saying we're the worst team is OSA, saying this and that, saying no shot against our top five Illinois team. When that happens, Michigan State gets up. Michigan State takes what you're spewing out, that bullshit that you're talking, that trash, that junk. They take it. They look at it. They read it. They study it. And they say, shove it up yours. How about a nine-point loss, Illinois? How's that taste? How about you hold this L, A.O. Dosunmu, out trying to make layups at the end of the game when you should have stopped fouling a minute ago? stealing the ball at the end of the game when Aaron Henry's running out the shot clock and making a layup. Fucking loser. Loser. Trash-ass Bush League stuff out of A.O. Hold this L, A.O. Hope those two points were nice because Lord knows you couldn't do a thing when it counted. Aaron Henry put you in a little fucking lockbox, tucked it under his pillow, and went to sleep on your ass. He made you look like a biatch. A.O.'s a great player, no doubt. NBA guy in the running for Big Ten Player of the Year. Hell of a dude. Hell of a player. Changes the team. All that good stuff. Looks great in orange and white. Absolutely. Aaron Henry's the better basketball player. That's a fucking fact. Based off tonight, I haven't watched a ton of Illinois. Based off tonight, Aaron Henry's a better basketball player than A.O. DeSunmu. And you can't argue that with me after tonight. You can't. I watched the game tonight. A.O. wanted it. Zero fucking part of Aaron. Whether it was Ao with the ball trying to go on him, Ao got the ball. He said, "Nah, I can't score on this guy. Someone, someone else take it. I can't even score on this guy off a screen. He just gets over the screen, recovers. I can't shoot, so I don't want to shoot. I want him to bite on the pump fake, but he's too smart. He's too athletic. He doesn't bite on the pump fake. I can't go by him. Someone else take the ball. I don't want to score on Aaron Henry. And when Aaron Henry had the ball." Ayo was fucking crossing his T's, dotting his eyes, looking up, saying every prayer he knows, saying, please, please, God, if you're real, don't let Aaron Henry get the ball on the low block against me because he's just going to turn around and hit a floater in my mouth. Please, God, 
I know I'm tall. I know I got a little bit of muscle on me, but Aaron Henry's bigger. He's stronger. He's faster and he's better. Don't let him get the ball on the low block against me, please. If you're real, if you care about little old Ao Desunmu in Champaign, Illinois, please don't let Aaron Henry get the ball on me. God forbid. God forbid you let him get it at the top of the key and then I need to defend a dribble drive on him. I can't do that. That's what that Ao Desunmu got manchilded by Aaron Henry tonight. Aaron Henry, they heard what they're saying. National player of the year, Ao, Big Ten player of the year, NBA guy, first round pick. One of the best players in the Big Ten, best wing in the Big Ten. Yeah, yeah, la, 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 la. Aaron Henry's heard. Aaron Henry saw. He said, whoa, 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 whoa. I know we're not having a great year. Look at AO's team around him. Play, guys playing with a bunch of studs. We're not having a great year. You Watch one Michigan State game. Aaron Henry said, watch one of our games. I'm fucking the judge, jury, and the executioner around these parts. It starts and it ends with me. I go. This offense goes. This team goes as I go. Oh, oh, Ayo Desunmu. Oh, oh, he's the best wing in the big time. Oh, okay. He's the best guy not named Luca Garza in the big time. Oh, okay. Aaron Henry saw that. He heard that. He he witnessed. He took it, he took note. He wrote all those fucking names down. It's like Arya Stark, Illan Payne, Sir Marin Tran. He wrote those names down. He said, check this out tonight. I'm not only not only on the defensive end, am I going to put AO in a little shoebox with my old smelly-ass socks and throw them in the back of my closet? Not only am I going to do that, but when I get the ball, I'm going to bully him. I'm going to show you that I eat more protein than him. I eat more spinach than him. I hit the weights more than he does. I can bike more than he does. I'm just bigger, faster, superior human athlete than he is. Give it to me on the low block. I'm going to dribble it three times, back him up about a metric ton, and then shoot a little floater over him every single time. And he's small. Brad Underwood doesn't know what he's doing. He's too little. He's too slow. He can't stop me. That's the thing with Ao. Yeah, Ao's got the length. Ao's got the height. Sure. <sighs> not quite enough chicken and rice. Not not quite enough protein shakes on a daily for Ao. Not enough skin or meat on those bones. And God forbid Aaron Henry gets the ball at the top of the key and hits him with one jab and goes. Ao looks like he's working on a construction site and nobody told him the con the concrete's wet. That's what Ao looks like sometimes. One a couple few of those plays, Aaron Henry catches it up top, one jab and he's gone. Ao looks like Donkey Kong laid a fucking banana for his ass. That's what it looks like. I don't care. Ao's still a great player. Ao's still going to be an NBA guy. Still should be in the big time running. Whatever. I don't give a fuck about Ao. I don't want to talk about Ao. The only reason I'm bringing him up is because he gets all this noise, all this talk, and he is good. Aaron Henry is the better basketball player. It was, it was, not only was it obvious, it was abundantly obvious. It was like the first half of the game, it was like the point of the game was for viewers to be like, oh my God. Aaron Henry's way better than this Ayo dude. All I ever hear about is Ayo. I know Michigan State's down. Is that why I never hear about Henry? I don't hear about Henry. I hear about Ayo. I hear about 11 in the orange and white. 11 for the Illini. I hear about him all the time. This Aaron Henry kid on Michigan State is making this dude look like a JV player. Ayo can't score on him. He sure as fuck can't defend him. And not only can he not do both of those things, but he's so... Like Ao, so aware that Henry was better than him that it, you could tell when Ao got the ball, he would try he'd try a crossover, maybe take a couple dribbles, and then he'd say, "You know what, Frazier, someone else, I don't, I can't, someone else do it." 
the first half of this game, the first 10 minutes of this game, honestly, from the moment they went at each other, from the first time Henry guarded him to the first time AO guarded Henry, it was so obvious Aaron Henry's a better basketball player than AO DeSumo. I don't care. Maybe AO's a little bit better of a shooter. Aaron Henry's more physical. He's more athletic. He's bigger. He's thicker. He's stronger. He's sure as fuck is quicker. And they're both lanky. That's the problem that Illinois ran into. That's the problem that AO ran into tonight. Okay, you got to put AO on Henry. They're both what, like 6'6", long wingspans, long. Okay, you got to put AO on him, sure. But what they didn't, Brad Underwood and the Illini and everyone didn't really seem to account for is the fact Aaron Henry looks like he's got about 15 pounds on AO. And not only does he have like 15 pounds on AO, Aaron Henry, Aaron Henry's first step blows Ao Desunmu's out of the water. Aaron Henry, one of those jabs and gone. Nobody on the floor could defend him tonight for Illinois. The only dude quick enough for Illinois is maybe Andre Curbelo, and the guy's about a foot too short. Aaron Henry, number one takeaway tonight for me. There's a lot of fucking huge takeaways, a lot of big takeaways, a lot of big things happen. Not only just with the way guys played, but the way Izzo managed the lineup, the way Izzo said, fuck it. He did finally, finally, he did what we've been begging him to do, which is put your best six, seven, eight guys out there and just say, you guys are fucking playing. Whoever plays the best, you'll get the most run. Let's see what happens. A lot of great things happened tonight. The biggest takeaway, the biggest standout for me is when Aaron Henry is locked in as he was tonight, defensively locking down AO, locking down whoever he was on. Fucking Trent Frazier, Curbelo, AO, it didn't matter. We threw him, we threw him in the post a few times too. When he's locked in defensively, when he's locked in offensively, and he knows the dude's like a great white fucking shark. I love watching locked in Aaron Henry play basketball. He's like a great white shark. He looks around. He sees AO too little, or I mean too thin, too short. He sees Andre Curbelo. <laughs> Do I even need to elaborate? He sees Trent Frazier. He sees Kofi Coburn. That, that little move he put on Kofi, he said, Kofi, I know you're not from America. You probably don't ice skate a ton. Let me give you a quick lesson. Left, right, see ya. Dagger, ice, layup. Kofi Coburn looked like, he was on ice skates at the Breslin Center. It was a warm one in Michigan today. There may have been a little a little residual ice leaking through the Breslin floor. When when Aaron Henry's locked in offensively, he showed tonight. He showed it against Indiana last, last game, and he showed it throughout the season a few times. He showed it again tonight against an elite team with a guy who many thought to be an elite defender, an elite talent in AO, which I still think he is. He just isn't built like A. Henny. Aaron Henry showed the night when he wants to be, when he's locked in, he's unguardable. He's too big for the guys that guard him on the low post, that floater. He's unbelievable at it. He can shoot now. You can't leave him open. He's improved his dribbling immensely. He'll hit you with the crossover, ask Kofi Coburn about it, and fucking go like it's light speed. Aaron Henry proved tonight. He showed again tonight with what a lot of Spartan fans know have known watching this year, watching him last year since he was a freshman. You could see there was something different about this dude. The fucking power in that guy's legs, the 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 quickness, his first that movie hits where he just jabs and goes. It's like it's Derrick Rose or something. The dude showed the night when Aaron Henry's locked in and he's aggressive and he smells blood in the water. 
and he is hunting his shot, whether it's the floater, crossover, jumper, crossover to the rim, he's elite. He can't be stopped. There's no one in the country that can guard him. That's what he showed tonight. I think we've kind of known that, honestly. As State fans, I think we've known that for a little while. When Aaron Henry's locked in, when Aaron Henry says, wait a second, maybe it's a combination of Aaron Henry, Tom Izzo, the point guard, they say, hold on. Every time Aaron gets it on the low block, he takes two dribbles and then shoots a floater and it goes in. So let's just give it to him on the low block every single time. And the moment they put a bigger dude on him to try to stop him from hitting the low block, all right, Aaron, why don't you step out three-point line, um, hit him with a left-right crossover, and you're going to be free in the lane either for a pass or a finish on your own. Aaron Henry tonight was absolutely sensational. 20 points, five assists, six rebounds, 39 minutes played, the key stat there. 39 minutes played, stayed out of foul trouble, defended so well. AO couldn't do a thing on him. It was obvious from the first possession of the game, AO just didn't have what it took to get by Aaron Henry. Didn't matter if it was Frazier, Cabell, anyone he guards. It's been a common theme with Aaron Henry. When he fucking wants to be that dude, when he wants to be the X Factor, when he wants to be Dr. Clamps, you put him on anybody in the fucking game, they won't score on him. 39 minutes, this dude. Best defender on the floor the entire night. Best offensive player we had on the floor. Creating for others, getting into the lane, not settling for jump shots. 20 points, five assists, six rebounds. Absolutely monster game from Aaron Henry. Proving once again at the highest stage, the biggest game against the best talent. A guy like Ayo Desunmu, he's fucking built for it. Silencing the doubters. Any of the one that was naysaying him earlier in this year. Oh, how has stayed so bad with Henry? Tonight again, tonight, Indiana, last game, they just proved this team goes as Aaron Henry goes. We, If Aaron Henry has a bad game, our chances of winning instantly fall to like 2%. We need to have a, to have a baseline chance of winning a basketball game. Aaron Henry's got to have a good game. That's what happened tonight. He had a great one. We won. Um, the guy, the dude's incredible. The dude's an absolute, he's an NBA talent. He's a beast. Appreciate him all you can. The athleticism. He's gotten so much better at dribbling and taking guys off the dribble. That fucking crossover was so crispy. He's improved the shooting. He's hitting mid-range jump shots. He's like looking for a mid-range jump shot. I love the confidence. I love the attacking nature. Which, speaking of that, we'll talk more about Rocket Watts attacking finally again. Back-to-back great games from Rocket, which you love to fucking see. Man. Aaron Henry, I think, was my number one takeaway. I just had to give the dude some love. He had a back-to-back fucking great games. Not only Aaron Henry, but as a team. those The last three halves we've played have been the best halves we've played in a calendar year. Listen, we still got some work to do. We got four games, three of them against top five teams. We got some work to do. It ain't going to be easy. We got some momentum on our side. This team just showed they can beat one of the best teams in the country. They can do it pretty soundly. I mean, that was like a wire-to-wire win for the dogs. Aaron Henry proved he can be the best player on the floor against anyone in the country. Rocket Watts proved he can hang with anyone. Gabe Brown, Langford, these dudes proved they can hang. Izzo proved maybe he won't be as stubborn. Maybe he can get away from old habits, even though they die hard and they don't work all the time. Maybe he can find it in his heart to get away from those to win a couple ball games. Huge fucking win. Huge fucking win. All right. We're going to take a quick break so I can drink a little bit of water. 
we're going to talk about the rest of the team, just the rest of the team, the rest of the game, um, the minutes, the way Tom Izzo used everyone I want to talk about. Like I said, Henry played 39, Gabe 32, Langford 36, Rocket 31. Like, that's what I'm fucking talking about. That That's what state fans have been asking for the entire goddamn season. And he finally does, a, does it, and we knock off a top five team. <sighs> talking about Rocket, his game, Langford. Best game he's played in three years. What? Two and a half, three years? 15 points, 16 rebounds. Are you fucking kidding me? Against a big physical team like Illinois, Langford pitching in 16 boards. <sighs> Monster stuff. Monster leadership, veteran shit from Josh Langford. Joey Hauser, after a couple early bad turnovers, a couple daggers, huge threes he hit. Bingham with some big blocks. Hogard gave some great minutes. Not even, I mean, only two points to assist, but great minutes defense. He tied up AO. Great minutes just managing the ball, initiating the offense, looking for his shot when Illinois was giving it to him. Got into the lane, made plays for others. Just looked comfortable. Looked like he wanted to be there. Looked like he was ready and able to be there. Remember how last year we would watch Foster Lawyer spell Cassius? And it's like, well, this dude just that he gets the ball and he just doesn't want the ball. That's your point guard. A.J. Hogard looks like a guy when he has the ball, he's like, yeah, I'm cool. Like, just let me fucking – I'll take it. You guys get open. I'll find you. Like, he looks like a guy who who likes having the ball, who's meant to have the ball, and that's huge because, listen, Aaron Henry 39, Gabe 32, Lang for 36, Rocket 31. That's great. That's dandy. That's jolly. Someone's going to get into foul trouble. Someone's going to twist an ankle. Someone's going to get tired, and Hogard's going to have to step up. I thought he played a great game in the limited time he was out there. Sissoko played well, too, just physical body, fucking making life tough for Coburn. Kithier, I thought, had a good game as well. I hate on Kithier a lot. I, I said he shouldn't have touched the floor tonight. I thought he played a good game. Credit to him. Malik Hall, five minutes. I, I mean, it felt like he played fewer than that. But quick break. We'll talk about the rest of these guys. That was Aaron Henry. Mwah, beautiful performance. Need that. Need that the rest of the way. He gave the quote after the game. I don't get tired. I can't get tired. I don't have time to get tired. Yeah, I mean, you're fucking damn right, Aaron Henry. You can't. Making a shirt tomorrow, be on the lookout. You're damn right you don't have time to get tired. We need your ass playing 40 minutes a game. 39 might not be enough. We need your ass playing 40. We need you to defend without fouling, score without turning it over, play make without turning it over also. <laughs> we need your ass. Hell of a fucking game for Aaron Henry, man. I'm. I was so juiced up watching that shit that's what i'm fucking talking about man oh all day today too i did the five minutes before this all day today i could just feel it in the air when's the last time i know state hasn't given us a reason to believe they haven't given us a reason to get fired up aaron henry had the quote earlier in the week everything we want march madness the tournament going the distance everything's in front of us we can still go and fucking take that shit we play well. We take it. We get there. He gave that quote earlier in the week. I don't know if it was that beautiful day in Michigan. Watched some 2018 Cassius Winston highlights. I don't know what it was. Felt it today. Felt like a big game. Even though it probably shouldn't have. It felt, and I think I speak for a lot of state fans, where you look at the schedule, four, three of the next four now, four of the next five before tonight, top five opponents, you make a little run, you win a few games here, all of a sudden you got big-time resume builders. All of a sudden you're making an argument to get into March. All of a sudden, once you get into March, there's a reason it's called fucking madness, baby. Anything can happen. 
felt a little different today than the last five, 10 conference games we've played. Felt a little different. Felt a little bit like fucking, this is a big one for the Spartan Dogs. Felt like it was Illinois 5, Michigan State 3 or something. Felt like we had something on the line tonight. Felt good. It was fun looking forward to a Michigan State basketball game all day today. It was fun sitting down at 7 o'clock, butterflies going every which way in my stomach, drinking a beer to calm the nerves and yelling at my television because I care. Felt fucking great. Felt great. Huge win, man. I can't wait for Thursday. Quick break. We'll talk about the rest of the team, rest of the game, and Izzo. Man, I feel good. What a fucking win, bro. Just the that, that what I said at the end, what I was saying at the end there. Just that feeling of like like Thursday now. I'm gonna get up for Thursday. I'm gonna have a good lunch. I'm not gonna just eat some peanut butter jelly and an apple. Cause it's not any old Thursday. It's a huge goddamn game. It's a Michigan State basketball must win gut check time Thursday. I'm gonna roll out the red carpet for myself. Maybe a little spaghetti and meatball. Lemon tuna fish. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna live it up. Thursday dinner, have a couple beers doing during the game, calm the nerves. <sighs> Man, it just hits different. College basketball, Michigan State, obviously, just hits different when you go in night in and night out. And it fucking you say you can say it's a big game. And I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I said, I'm not sure why. I don't know if it was the Henry quote. Honestly, I don't know if it's because it was just a nice day in Michigan today and the the sunshine and the warmth like made me feel fucking good. I don't, I honestly don't know going into tonight though, for no reason at all, no reason based on the play of this team, no reason based on the year that they've turned in up to this point. No reason based on the trajectory of any of these guys outside of Aaron Henry and maybe Rocket Watts, who played his best game in a year at Indiana. Outside of that, no reason to come into Illinois tonight. Top five team. The fucking antichrist of what Michigan State is prepared to deal with in Kofi Coburn. A Big Ten Player of the Year candidate in AO. Roll players out the ass with Trent Frazier, who had a few absurd threes in that first half to even keep it close. Adam Miller, Curbelo's a dog off the bench. No reason to go into the game tonight saying, thinking to myself, I don't know. I feel like Michigan State's going to win tonight. Or it felt, at the very least, it felt like one of those games were going in tonight. I was like, it might be a war. It might be back and forth. It might be a game of runs, a dogfight. I expect that. That's the Big Ten for you, brother. You don't like it, you can get the hell out. But it felt like a game that Michigan State was going to be until the very end and a game that we were going to have a chance to win, and if not, win. And that's exactly what the fuck happened. The dogs went out there and got it done with their backs against the wall. I don't know. Maybe it's because it's gut check time for the Spartans. Maybe it's come. there's no more hall passes, no more, no more rain checks you can take on these games. I don't know what it was. I don't know if Izzo, I think part of it was Izzo. He kind of realized in that Indiana game on Saturday. At some point, as much as I love some of these guys, as great as they are in practice and leaders and program guys, whatever bullshit you, the excuse you want to make up for them not being that good at basketball, 
whatever those reasons were for playing some of these guys who did not deserve minutes. Izzo figured it out. The team kind of figured it out for him Saturday at Indiana, and he stuck with it tonight. He said, okay, Aaron Henry's going to play the entire game at the three. Gabe Brown's going to play damn near the entire game at the four. Josh Langford's going to play damn near the entire game at the two. And Rocket Watts is going to play three quarters of the game at the one, and we'll figure out the five. He looked at Indiana for the first time all year. For the first time all year, which makes me sick to say that we had to wait this long, that it got to this point where our backs are against the wall, and now it's like win, like fucking win or go home. It's not truly win or go home. I think counting tonight of the next five, so before we beat Illinois tonight, I said we win three, we got a shot. So now two of the next four. It's a shame that it took to the point where I'm sitting here saying two of the next four and we got a shot for Izzo to realize, oh, my God, when I play these four guys and just mix up the center, we actually look like a really fucking good team. We can just dominate the fifth team in the country when I play this. But for some reason decides, oh, Tom Kithier needs 20. Oh, Joey Hauser needs 20. Foster Lawyer needs 10. Like, Izzo. The experiment's over. The charity runs over. I don't care whose dad is friends of the program, donated to the practice facility. I don't give a fuck. I don't care who you recruited, used the scholarship on. So you, I don't care who tries and practice, gets the snacks for the rest of the boys. I don't care about any of that. I care about winning and losing. I care about the best five players playing at any given time. Finally, they figured it out. They showed him against Indiana without any sort of, of argument against it. Our best five is Rocket, Langford, Henry, and Gabe, and then mix up the five. That's it. End of story, period. That's it. There's nothing else to say. If those guys have the legs, if those guys aren't winded, those guys should be on the court at all times. That, outside of the Henry, just dominance, really, is the only word I can think of for it, the only appropriate word. Outside of that, my favorite part, the biggest thing, the biggest the biggest takeaway from this game for me is that he said, Gabe, you're playing 32, Langford, you're playing 36, Rocket, 31, Henry, the whole game, and we'll patch together the rest of the minutes. Finally, Tom, just because you have 10 guys that maybe can play at this level doesn't mean all 10 guys need 20 minutes a game, right? Just because just cause Julius Marble, just because Tom Kithier – just because Malik Hall, just because some of these guys can play at this level doesn't mean they have to play 15 minutes a night at this level. You know your best four are Henry, Brown, Langford, and Rocket. Play them as much as they physically can, barring foul trouble, injury, exhaustion, whatever. If they can go, if they got the lungs, if they can run, fucking leave their asses in there until they tell you to pull them. And then the five, it's simple. You go Marble, you go Bingham, you go Suzoko, and I guess mix in a little bit of Kithier, and you start, you give them each a little bit of run, and whoever's playing the best, whoever's fronting up the big man, Kithier, I thought, as much as I bag on him, thought Kithier did a great job on Coburn, especially in the first half tonight. Suzoko, I love just because he's such a freak. He's so big. He's thick. He's long. He just He's the only guy to me. He's the only guy that gives a real physical, physical presence against guys like Coburn where they can give a little resistance just strength-wise and height-wise. Bingham, 
he played great too, I thought. I mean, he got he got tossed around a bit by Coburn, but he made it up with a few recovery blocks. Had a nice and one. First one he's fucking made in his state career. But that's the thing. Bingham, he's got the length. He's got the height. He blocked the uh, Coburn turnaround. Like, you got to put the guys on Coburn and, and the Luca Garzas and the Dickinsons of the world. You got to put the guy, like guys like Bingham on them that are going to affect them. When Kofi Coburn turns around for that little jump hook, and he, he you got to put the guy that's going to make him say, oh, shit, this dude's fucking tall and might block this. I'm not used to that. I'm used to the 6'9 dude that I can just street, see straight over. You need the even though he's a little thin, even though he'll be out of position, and this goes for Suzuko too. Maybe they'll be out of position. Maybe they're not great with the ball in their hands at the other end of the floor. Whatever. At some point, you need to put in the guy that's going to bother their best player. I thought Bingham did a great job. Suzuko did what he could. Not a great job. Not a bad job. Kithier played it bigger than his size, and Marble was here and there. Marble, I thought had a good offensive game. Didn't love his defensive game, but that's what it's got to be. From here on out, Bingham was the guy we rode. When it came down to it, when we needed a few stops, it was Bingham on Coburn, use that length, use that timing and the shot blocking instinct, and fucking make a couple plays, and Bingham did. He did. He got toasted by Coburn on one, went for the dunk. No, sir. No, sir. Pin it off the glass. Coburn, turn around. No, sir. I'm seven foot tall as well. Like, it's it's so huge that Izzo figured it out. Or seems to have. Knock on wood. Please, God, don't go back to what you were doing before. But this is the formula. You play your best play. You bet. You play this small lineup. Because, listen, when guys like Josh Langford, he's getting 16 fucking rebounds. Are you kidding? Aaron Henry rebounds just athletically and physically like a big. Gabe Brown's like 6'8". He can get rebounds. Like, you play this small lineup that everyone can shoot minus the five. Everyone can get to the rim. Everyone can handle the ball. Everyone can switch everything. You play this five. You play those four guys and rotate up the five. This team, this team, they become a matchup problem for others. Because guess what? Now Illinois, Illinois can't throw in both the big kahunas at one time. All of a sudden, therefore, he better be athletic. He better be able to stick with a guy like Gabe Brown. He better be able to give vertical. Gabe Brown might not be the thickest dude in the world, but he can fucking jump through the roof. Therefore, better be able to step out and defend the shooter. Not to mention Aaron Henry is going to be better than whoever they put on him. I promise you that. I know we play Michigan a couple times coming up. Franz Wagner, everyone's been talking about him. Great player. I'm sure he is. I haven't watched him a ton. I promise you this. He won't be able to stop Aaron Henry. I promise you that. Thought A.O. DeSumo was going to stop him? I think a lot of people did. Aaron said, no chance. That was easy tonight. The buckets Aaron was getting, they were easy. Looked like A.O. wasn't even there. I think Izzo figuring it out, finally coming to to his senses, almost as if he was listening to MSU Twitter. Huge. From here on out, you trim the fat, you cut the bench, you go game by game, and you decide who's playing from there on in. It's Henry, Gabe, Langford, and Rocket, one through four. And then it's Marble, it's Bingham, Suzoko. I guess Hauser and Kithier can get a few minutes here and there, but it's quick leashes for those guys. It's playing the hot hand. Marble's off to a good start. Leave him. 
Bingham's playing well, leave him. Whoever's playing well, you leave. I don't give a fuck what they did in practice that week. I don't care who their parents are. I don't care what high school they went to. I don't care. Whoever plays well, whoever's playing well, the team's playing well when they're in. If you leave them in, they're playing defense. You leave them in. You make your you make your rotation adjustments as the game goes. You know what the you know everyone in the top four is playing 30 minutes plus. That fifth spot. We'll see it as it goes. Hauser, you, you're playing well. We'll give you more minutes. Maybe we'll give Gabe a little bit of a blow. Maybe Henry can get a little bit of a blow. If you're not playing well, see ya. You can have a couple minutes. You show me you stink, see ya. We'll give you a couple more in the second half. You still stink, see ya. Hogard, he can have a few, but it's time to trim. It's time to trim this team down to like eight, nine guys. And when it gets down to crunch time, it's Henry Brown, Langford Watts. You have the one center who's playing well. Maybe Hogard comes off the bench, and then maybe one other big off the bench. And that's it. You trim it down to eight. That's the key. It's the time of all the everybody gets 12 minutes or more a game. Fuck that. That's over. You trim the fat. You find who's playing the best. You keep your best five in. They get tired. You got two, maybe three guys you bring in off the bench. End of story right there. That's it. That's it. As far as other players, um, Josh Langford. I mean, best game he's played in two and a half years. The 16 rebounds for that guy, for a guy whose ankle I thought was just detached from his body at this point, to be playing above the rim the way he did all night. Dude was sky and it felt like every time a shot went up, Josh Langford's head was up at the rim looking for a fucking rebound. He played out of his mind tonight. I mean, he's the reason we won. If you If you look at as great as Henry was, as great as Izzo was managing the rotation. You look at one single guy, it's Josh Langford putting in the work on the glass. Because if we're going to play that small lineup with Gabe Brown at the four, the wings are going to have to come in, crash, and balls to the wall for every rebound. It's, it's tough. It's tough. Speaking from playing fucking pickup on the weekends, it is tough to commit to every single rebound when you're playing 36 minutes a game. It's tough to get up and say, Early in the shot clock, jacked up three. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna run in there, try to go get this rebound, and then I'm gonna have to run back if I don't get it. It's tough. Shout out to Josh Langford. He was making some shots, hit some open ones. I love about his game, even though he's obsessed obsessed with shooting the jump shot too, which I could live without. I do love how he looks for his shot. I do love how he's comfortable coming off a screen and popping it. I do love how he's comfortable in like a little fadeaway situation, putting one up. I like how he's comfortable getting his own shot. Um, even when we had Cassius, the last couple of years, I feel like that's been a problem with this team is just not enough guys who are comfortable or willing to try and get their own shot. Henry is the guy for us. I like Langford feels like the second guy, and then after him, it's pretty much just open threes. I mean, Hogart will get in the lane rocket tonight, and Indiana's been better. But I like how Langford will go look for his own shot. Rocket, too. I mean, that game, that second half against Indiana, best he's played in the year. I thought he played really well again tonight. Um, did a good, He played on uh, Desunmu defensively a lot. Thought he did a great job. When Again, he's another guy. When he's locked in and is like, fuck it, you're not going to score when he's playing defense, he's a tough dude to score on. I love my favorite thing, the aggressiveness, man. The aggressiveness with Rocket. That's what I was missing last year. Or, I mean, all year. That's what I was missing from last year all this year. Like, you're a dog, bro. These fucking guys can't stay in front of you. You can shoot. You can shoot, and they can't stay in front of you. 
you should be able to get an open three or get in the lane every time. And it's like, he just doesn't try. I loved seeing 13 points, five assists. Like if you, if Rocky can do that every night, we are going to be a tough team to beat. And there were a couple times, there was one down the stretch. He took, I think it was maybe Frazier off his left hand and hit a little, one of those like sideways, like fall away floaters at the baseline. Huge shot. It was like Illinois was coming back. We needed a basket and he came through like rocket when he's attacking and he's aggressive, he can get looks for himself. He can finish looks for himself, but then it opens up looks for others. It opens up the offense. You swing it. Then it turns into open Gabe threes, open Langford threes, open Hauser threes. I thought rocket was excellent. Need him to keep it up. I mean, in a microcosm, what this game, what the next couple come down to, Henry's got to keep up the level he's at, which is elite as far as I'm concerned. Langford and Gabe, one of the, like every night last week or against Indiana, Gabe had like 15 or something like that. One of those two is going to have to have a decent night, it feels, where they're just getting open and hitting their open shots. Gabe or Langford, tonight it was Langford. Last night or last game it was Gabe. One of them's going to have to hit some shots and rock it, whether he scores a bunch, play makes a bunch. He just needs to be aggressive when he when he has to be. Not all the time. Don't try to play outside of your means, but be aggressive. Realize your rocket. Your nickname's fucking Rocket, bro. These guys can't guard you. Realize who you are. Realize what you're capable of. Be aggressive. Get into the lane. Score. Pass. Just get the offense started. And then guys like Joey Hauser, don't try to do too much, Joey. Thought he played better in the second half, but man, he still is like every time he puts it on the floor, it's a turnover. Drives me fucking insane to watch him do it. Like he just needs to become what Gabe Brown is. Just stand at the three-point line, wait for the ball, and then put it up when it comes there. Hogard, give minutes. Good, give good minutes. Bingham and Izzo, ride the hot hand. Just keep it going, man. All in all. Hell of a fucking win for state. I'm still pumped up about it. Here's where we're at. Four games to close out the conference. Three of those four are top five opponents. Got Ohio State Thursday. Then Maryland Tuesday next week, I think. And then Michigan Friday, Sunday, something like that. Listen, we got to believe because that's all we got left. I said it at the start of this podcast today before the game. All we have is belief. What's the fucking point of showing up if we're going to call it in and mail it in and say it's over before it starts? We got to believe. The team showed us they're not quitting. I'm not fucking quitting. Go green. Great win. I can't wait for Thursday. And I'll say I'll catch you guys tomorrow. Appreciate everyone listening.